Welcome to the Distro One Podcast, episode two. And here we are. Um, Credits have rolled, and Um, we're rocking. All right, episode two of the Distro One Podcast here at randomdistribution.com. I am your co-host, Franz. And this is Justin. And uh, we are, uh, looks like this episode, we are talking about the Batcast, or Batsburg, however you want to say it. Yes, we have a, there's a, I'm sure anybody, anybody online, anybody in the news, anybody around is talking about the Dark Knight Rises being shot here in the Steel City, Pittsburgh, PA. Our lovely hometown of Pittsburgh. That's right, taking uh, Christopher Nolan, the director, not choosing to film in Chicago, the Windy City, but coming to uh, Pittsburgh. I'm kind of proud of the fact that he chose to do it here in Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh has always kind of uh, reminded me of, I don't know, like with Michael Keaton coming from here and things like that, like I've always kind of thought of Batman, of like Pittsburgh being the place for Batman. Yeah, I remember uh, back in uh, business school when we met, you had that telescope and you showed us the, uh, the bat signal. That was on that one roof of that building. Yeah, on top of, I think it was Mellon One Center um, before they, like, bulldozed it and put something else there. Yeah, that was... But yeah, they had a bat signal on top of one of the buildings here in Pittsburgh. <clears throat> a little, uh, little interesting uh, portent. Fast forward a couple, like, 15, 17 years, and uh, here we are with the, uh, I guess, the final installment of the trilogy, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Uh, so, yeah, things are... Shooting is underway, and... Uh, yeah, which is what I've heard of. Uh, I've heard that uh, this is going to be the final episode before they reboot another hated term by me. Um, they're going to reboot the series. Um, and then, which to, we could go on a whole tangent about rebooting series, like the whole Spider-Man reboot that they're talking about and all of that. I, I But I'm not, I don't want to get into that in this particular podcast. I want to talk about... Batman being shot here in Pittsburgh. I want to talk about movies shot here in Pittsburgh. Um, and then who knows where it's going to take us after that. Yeah. So essentially, uh, I believe the filming... Oh, when did the filming start? Like early August? Late July? Um, it would have been three weeks ago Monday that they started the shooting. Um, I know that because I worked downtown. Um, and I was informed that they had... Scheduled for possible five weeks to leave a little bit of room. Um, they had hoped to be in and out in three weeks, but they had booked originally for five weeks. So they were like, oh, you know, we're going to fuck up your roads and we're going to f- fuck up your police force and your mass transit yeah, the traffic. for possibly five weeks. Great, yeah. But nothing, and being someone who has experience with filmmaking, uh, if you think like a film a film crew would coming into your house would mess up your house, think think of what, what could happen when they take over your entire city. And that's so, something I was always wondering about, um, is, like, does the the film company coming in, to like, do they give the city any money, or do they pay for, like, the like the police forces or, like, the mass transit when they have to, like, shut down routes or anything like that? Do they cover any of that? Is that built in, or is that, like, the city's like, oh, well, maybe it's going to bring business, and so fuck it. Like, I don't know. You know yeah, that, that that's actually a good question. I would assume... Uh, just having the publicity and bringing in people from outside of Pittsburgh coming in 
uh, with the restaurants and other things. Who knows? Uh, uh, that is a good question. Hopefully, we will, we will get at the bottom of that and see how things work whenever a film crew does come to your our our city, your your city. Well, maybe some of our Twitter followers can speak to that, or some of our Facebook followers can like step up and just like, hey, by the way, we know what you're talking about, and then we can uh, we can bring it back, we can broadcast it on the next podcast. Yes, if you guys if you guys know any specifics on when when a film uh, film crew film com- production company comes to your town, what exactly goes down as things are paid or whatever, drop us a line, find us on Twitter, Distro One D A S T R O number one. That's Twitter. You can also find us at the Distro One Podcast on Facebook. Now we have a Facebook page. I know we've been talking about this for a while, but we've got there. Let us know what you think. Uh, let us know any specifics if you have any, you know, detailed. We're just inquiring minds, so to speak. So. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, is it like renting your city? Like, do they come in? Do they rent your city? I don't know. Anyways. Um, Working downtown, um, being a bus commuter, having lived in the city, I get to I get to experience the the joys of it. Uh, I get to see the uh, Oliver Avenue being shut down while they roll the the desert camouflage tumbler down a snow covered street, which is yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, if you've never seen a, if you've never seen uh, any sort of like movie filming, uh, which I never have, other than the the few uh, films that I've been in for some friends, namely. Our beloved Franz. Um, I've never seen an outdoor production, like a large-scale production, and it was pretty fucking awesome to watch how coordinated everything was and, like, how much was going on. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty much a well-oiled machine. I can only imagine, uh, coming from a more of a guerrilla-style filmmaking background, like, what it would all entail to do a large a large budget Hollywood film outdoors in a city location. Uh, and plus the desert camouflage on the tumbler. Uh, come on, Bruce, you could at least paint it black. Like you did the first two films. I mean, it's not really, uh, you're not really fooling anybody, but anyway, desert uh, camouflage in the city setting. That's right. Yeah. And during, in the winter, there's nothing like a beige and Brown assault vehicle in, uh, the uh, downtown uh, Pittsburgh setting when it's, you know, winter in August, as they say, so. Uh, and I hope this doesn't show up on the podcast, but my neighbors are mowing the lawn right now. Oh, yes, uh, thank you, thank you, uh, Justin's neighbors, for the, uh, for the, uh, for the, the background music. For the, yeah, for the background uh, soundtrack, and also, uh, I hope your, uh, yard looks great afterwards, you douchebags. So. <laughs> well, it, it's a company that they pay for, and they come in, and they roll in, and it's usually, like, five to ten minutes that they're here because uh, I live in the city, so we've got little city lots. So it shouldn't be too bad for too long. Um, but yeah, it is definitely annoying that they chose my, my, my podcast recording time, our podcast session, if you will, Yes, and, uh, to, to fuck things up. Yeah, And like Justin was saying about the photographs, we will be posting some photos of some of some uh, Shooting from downtown, from other places. I know, uh, I know, uh, Justin's got some pretty nice, pretty nice, uh, photographs. And also, I've also seen other photographs, uh, posted by some other, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh natives. Uh, I know that the, anyone familiar with the, the main thoroughfare, Bomb Boulevard, I know that the, the BMW Mini car dealership 
for a time was the BMW Mini of Gotham. And I know that there was a, uh, a couple of shots in Oakland around the corner from the Eisner-nominated comic book store, Phantom of the Attic. Right around the corner, they had the the desert camo tumbler out uh, getting prepped for possibly a chase scene or a going driving down either 5th or Forbes Avenue down there in Oakland. So a uh, little shout-out to, to Wayne and Jeff and Jim and all those guys down there and on, on Craig Street in Oakland. Thank, uh, thanks for those picks on Facebook a couple weeks back. Yeah, and I'll have a, I'll have a couple picks from downtown. Um, we got a shot of the tumbler, uh, tumbler rolling out of our parking garage of the building um, next door to where I work. Uh, I got a shot of it rolling down the street. Uh, some of them, these are with uh, with my phone, so they're probably not too crisp. Uh, some of them are pretty crisp. And then one that I think is the coolest is uh, they redid they they did their own Gotham license plates. So there are uh, there are license plates on these cars that are you know covered in a little bit of snow, sitting like next to your cars here in Pittsburgh that say Gotham, which, uh, which were. Uh... A tweaked version of coming from uh, Chicago, living in Chicago for a couple of years as I did, like they were essentially the Illinois state license plates that were tweaked to to read as Gotham City. Yeah, it was like so. the same uh, the same font style as the Illinois plates yeah. and the same color scheme as the Illinois plates. Uh, listen, listen. That's right. Brought to you by Yingling today. Yeah. America's uh, oldest America's <laughs> oldest brewery. All America's right. oldest brewery. That's right. Uh, and and to that note, I'm on call, so I can't drink uh, like I would during a normal show. Yes, uh, I have to behave myself. The IT uh, IT guy on on call, people. Which uh, I've been on call for a week now, and I have had just over eight hours of sleep in the last seventy two hours. So if I start to slur my speech or get a little weird, it's because I. I that's exhaustion. Have yeah, that's exhaustion, not the alcohol. So. Yeah, I've, I've actually over. I've uh, underslept. Um, yeah, and I've, I've tried to take it light on the coffee today so I wouldn't be too jittery. But coming, yeah, and coming back to the whole movie, movies in Pittsburgh theme, like now, granted, uh, Dark Knight Rises was not the only film shot in this fair city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, there were actually others throughout the years, and I'm sure Justin has a few stories of, uh, of getting close to being, uh, being a, uh, Having some cameos in some uh, some of these old films. Yeah, um, I'm I moved to Pittsburgh in uh, 1996. Yeah, there you go. I'm dating myself, um, but uh, that's when I met the Franz back in '96. Um, damn, it, there was I, it, I remember we we hung out like almost the first day we met. Right. Um, but uh, that was uh, that was due to a, a very attractive blonde girl. Um, <laughs> running around uh, and uh, helping to make friends. Um, anyways, so shortly thereafter, uh, the film Desperate Measures was being filmed here in Pittsburgh. Now, and, I'm sure everybody remembers Desperate Measures. That was the one with uh, Andy Garcia, M Michael Keaton, about uh, a, a cop's son dying of cancer. They needed, like I think it was bone marrow, and they found the, uh, the only... Like match. The only potential match was this hardened criminal played by Michael Keaton, and they did that whole walkway thing across the uh, the one bank building to the one uh, courthouse. I don't know if people remember that back in the day. They built that thing 
specifically to blow it up. So yeah, and actually, the, uh, it's interesting because it used to be um, it was a melon two center. They built uh, they built a a walkway across to the courthouse uh, or one of the uh, one of the courthouse government buildings down here that actually used to be the old um, Allegheny County Jail um, before they converted that over and uh, they built this specific walkway to to just fucking blow it up and uh, it was pretty awesome like uh, you got to see like we traveled back and forth that that was our route to school in the mornings. Um, and basically they had a walkway there and then down below, um, off to the side, they had the same structure that they had already cut into the exploded pieces. Um, then they blew it up and then they refilmed just the pieces laying there that were a separate set of pieces because they didn't know how those pieces were going to blow up, but they knew how they wanted it to look, um, which was kind of awesome. And, uh, the, the bank had these, like truck entrances so that it could like truck uh i don't know supplies in and out i assume and they turned that into a hospital like they had like signs up that said ambulance and all that and it was really neat to watch like like the movie magic of like a building that you know really really well become something that when you see it on the screen like you're like that looks that's a hospital like that's a hospital entrance but in reality, it was it was like a a cargo entrance for like semi trucks and stuff. They just they converted it. It was pretty awesome to watch. It's uh, it's amazing what they do, and like the vision that goes into like changing some of this stuff around. They rolled up to this building. It's like we can turn that into a hospital without fucking your shit up. We didn't have to cut nothing. We just had to hang a few signs and make it look like a hospital. Yeah, and. Uh, my roommate and I at the time decided that we wanted to uh, go down. They had an open casting call. So we went down and uh, got headshots. Um, we got uh, we got an interview. And we got to sit in a room. and It was, it was kind of cool. Like, I'd never done it before. Um, I was 18, 19, like, sitting down in a room, like, interviewing and, like, you know, just reading a couple of, like, little lines of dialogue, which I was, I was kind of amazed. I thought it was just, like, an extras call. And uh, about a month, uh, three weeks later, I get a call. Uh, but sadly, I'm at home on a break. I've been home. I'll, I'll be at home for like two and a half weeks. And the call was to come down and play a prison guard. Uh, and I would have had at least two lines uh, based on based on what I'd done. And I, I'd never got the call till I got back. They'd already filmed the scene by the time I got back. Into the Pittsburgh area. I was so pissed. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, it was a, it was a, something that I always wanted to do, and I was so pissed that I missed my opportunity to do so. Oh. Wild. But then I got to, then I got to film, uh, then I got to be in some uh, Seth Franzoli films. Well, I mean, it's not some Super 8 stuff back in my early film school days. It wasn't exactly, you know, Hollywood, uh, by Hollywood standard. But anyway, but yeah, that was uh, back in the mid-late mid late 90s and Desperate Measures. What else? Oh, but we know the uh, cult, the cult icon, the uh, the great Kevin Smith shot some films around uh, around Pittsburgh. I know that we, uh, I was on the, uh, on the north side whenever we were, whenever he was filming some episode, I think it was the scene, it was the, it was the, it was the strip club scene of Dogma, where they were uh, fighting 
I the shit demon, the shit monster. Yeah, the the, the Golgotham, I guess you would say. And uh, yeah, we were outside just hanging out. We saw Kevin Smith. I mean, they, we were kind of hanging back. I mean, they were they, they were barricades. So we saw. I was this close to get to getting Linda Florentino. I hope I'm saying the right Florentino's autograph, but we didn't have a pen or paper or anything because she was standing a few feet from us. And I know we saw Chris Rock there, and I think Jason Mewes walked by. And, and I think one of the things that Franz is, is leaving out of this equation is the fact that uh, the night before that was probably the first time I'd ever really drank. And I drank upwards of, I, I drank probably, a, a, a what, a liter and a half of vodka. At least. And I had never really drank before. And it was the most I'd, oh, I was so sick. Yeah. I remember we were oh, playing yeah. a game. We were playing. Oh, this is like this is really bringing me back. Uh, we were playing Tune, uh, which is like a D and D style RPG game based on like uh, anime animation characters, uh, cartoon characters. So you could do a lot of wacky things. And we're playing this game. And at one point, I stood up and I was like, I can't see the message board. The last thing I remember before, like. Waking up with the shakes on a couch yeah, a day were, and a half later. Yeah, you should, by all accounts, you should not be alive today <laughs> after I, what happened that night. I, I definitely had, at minimum, alcohol poisoning. Um, yeah. But that's what happens when, when you don't pace yourself and you, you, yeah. you know, and yeah. you, you try well, and we make were- up. Try and make up for your, uh, your, you know, your missed college years all in yeah. one night. Yeah, and uh, you know, you're young. You're feeling like that feeling of invulnerability. You know, that comes with, that comes with, uh, inexperienced youth. So, Being I mean, twenty years old. Yeah. So I mean, come on now, but yeah, that was. So yeah. all of my friends got to see and meet and like hang around the cra- casting crew of, uh, you know, Dogma, which was a, a fantastic movie by one of like. The, you know, the, the directors, the actors, like, those were the, you know, the, the actors and directors that, like, defined sort of, like, our slacker generation, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah. And, Clerks was a big deal when it first came out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it meant a lot to us, like, getting out of high school and coming into our college years, like, having watched that film. Like, it was, a you know, it was something that was really huge for us, and I missed my opportunity. Well. But there, 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 there shall be others. There shall be others, and this was a. Let's see. To take a. A quick detour here. We're going to be going into the, the recurring segment, here in the Distro One podcast. We have the, the Distro One. T-shirt of the month, where we discuss cool T-shirts. We we discuss from all sorts of different uh, companies, different things. And we're keeping it on the theme of Batman and of doing some stuff here. We have from a actually a Pittsburgh-based company out on the the nineteenth the nineteenth block of East Carson Street on the South Side, the historic Pittsburgh South Side, which is known as the Commonwealth Press, and they have have got some really great sports tees, some rock and roll T-shirts, a lot of great. A lot of great designs, a lot of great artists working there. And we have the T-shirt of the month, which is essentially, if anyone knows Pittsburgh, you know, we're, it's known as the City of Bridges, as also the uh, 
the, the Steel City, and <clears throat> essentially the T-shirt the is you have the top of, say, you know, the 10th Street Bridge at the Smithfield Street Bridge as the top of the bat head with the ears and steel girders coming out, you know, having the Pittsburgh, you know, reference of the steel girders coming in to form the rest of the bat. And below that, it reads Gotham, Pennsylvania. So even even the local um, the local businesses have gotten in on the on the bat fever, I guess you would say. And a pretty interesting T-shirt. Check them out. CWPress.com, and uh, you can have find some links to their store and everything. They've got a. Uh, I've, I've purchased some. I've purchased some shirts from them. Some great guys doing a lot of great work. Check them out. CWPress.com. The Commonwealth Press with the T-shirt of the Gotham, Pennsylvania Steel Girder Bat T-shirt. We'll be posting that to Facebook and our Tumblr site at distro1.tumblr.com. Speaking of the Tumblr, coming back to the Batman vehicle of the new name, but that it's the social media site, not the assault vehicle. So, but so yeah. And then now, that's it. T-shirt of the month. And to quickly spring back on like some of the businesses that are benefiting from that is uh, there's a, a local toy store here in Pittsburgh. Um, it's what you might call old timey. Um, S. W. Randall's um, has some of like the like the cool old shit that like you can't get anywhere else anymore. Um, you know stuff from uh, stuff from your childhood like uh, oh, I can't even remember what they're called like. They have the wheel, and they're on the... Anyways, they, um, downtown, did a window setting, uh, a, a window display of all Batman stuff. Um, they had they had a couple of artists come in and do, like, uh, paintings on their windows and things like that. Did they, from what I saw on the, uh, on the newsreel that ran on it, um, I think it was, like, WTAE, or one of the local stations... Right. Um, they did more business in the last week than they've done like in the first few months of the year. Wow! So it was it was really good for some of the businesses here in Pittsburgh, which I find surprising. Um, I mean, Batman is a superhero, right? Right. He's a super traffic fucker upper. That yeah. is for sure. Indeed. If if they're shooting a movie in your town, yeah. Oh yeah. My uh, my bus that I usually take home runs starting at. Four o'clock, and then running until six thirty or six fifteen, somewhere in there, runs every ten minutes. I stood for ten minutes, and not one of my buses drove past me. But there was a line of buses out in front, all the way down from where I normally catch. So I started to walk home, and in the course of less than ten blocks, I passed six of my buses that I would normally take home. Oh. Which means a minimum I would yell at my dogs but but they're going to stop. Which would mean a minimum of a 60 minute delay. Right. So at least an hour delay for all of the buses that that normally come through our area. That's pretty substantial. That's pretty significant. And there were a couple of mornings where um, five blocks from where I work to up to ten blocks to where I work, the buses were like basically at a standstill, at a stop. So people were just getting off the bus and walking the rest of the way. They were they were walking the five to ten blocks to get back to get to work in the morning, simply because 
they were filming something somewhere and they fucked up traffic that badly. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, if uh, if a film crew come into your home, you think that's gonna ruin your routine. Think about a big budget Hollywood film coming to your entire city. How that would affect your routine across the board. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm sure when you when you see the film, I'm sure it's gonna look great, but during filming it could be it can be pretty rough at times. So So when you're watching these films, um, filmed in other cities, just keep in mind like what the general populace went through to bring that film to you. So sure, you had actors that did something fantastic. You know, they, maybe they made a, re- they did, had a great performance. You had directors that put them in the right situations, the right scenes, everything together. And then you had the fucking people that dealt with the aftermath, trying to get to work, trying to get where they're going in these in these cities. So you got to keep that in mind too. Right. So right now, I think we're going to be uh, switching gears just a bit. We're going to be uh, throwing out some stuff that uh, some people we appreciate and uh, some things we're doing. I know last I know last last month we were doing a uh, we sent out a shout out to comic book artist, graphic designer Sean Atkins for his work on uh, the banner ad for our site and and the work he's done in uh, comics and everything in general. And he's you know my my partner in uh, sequential crime as it were but we're actually we're throwing another shout out to another local guy who's been doing some pretty interesting work and uh and one of the reasons that we wanted to shout out this guy is um he does a lot of podcasts um he does a, a, a great number of them and to me he was a bit of a a bit of an inspiration um i had uh not really experienced the media not really it i really hadn't adopted it as something that I was really into until uh, I started listening to a couple of the local podcasts and very few national, a few national, like I listen to The Nerdist now and I listen to uh, Kevin Smith. He does uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. But like that always seemed, um, that always seemed bigger than, you know, than was accomplishable by you know the the uh, the average homeowner, the average you know white collar, you know blue Joe collar, off, Joe yeah, off the Joe street, off the yeah. street. And then uh, you know we uh, Franz starts doing some segments um, on the audioshocker.com. Yeah, we're just, yeah we're this time this week this month actually excuse me we're doing the uh, this is the shout out to the audioshocker.com and. Uh, Nick Marino and his crew, uh, and with Justique and Neil and Ross, and I know I've sat in on a couple of segments of his on the show, on different podcast segments, and he's been really, really been putting forth quite a quite a cat- catalog of work on his site AudioShocker.com. So. Yeah, he has. Uh, I mean, he has a podcast with Neil and Ross, or uh, Nick and Ross, or. Blah. You, you, uh, I'm gonna fuck this up. A podcast with uh, Nick and Ross. Um, he does um, Super Hyper Combo Cast, which is all about fighting games, which is right up my alley because I love fighting games. Um, he does Sequential Underground. Uh, those are the three that I remember off the top of my head. He's done a few audio booths here and there. 
Um, he also does... He's also, like, this is kind of a super shout-out, because he's not just, you know, a podcaster. Uh, he also does comics. Um, he is co- he is a creator of Time Log? Is that, is that he's how a, he's a, I think he's a co-creator. I know co-creator? he does. Every Thursday, we have the, the time travel comedy Time Log, which was done by... Uh, which is done by Nick, who's also written by Pete, his friend Pete, illustrated by illustrated by Sean Atkins, inked by the the lovely and and talented and intelligent Paige Shoemaker. I'm biased because she is my lovely significant other. Uh, do, inking the work, and he also does things like Super Haters, his comic Super Haters, which is a which is a superhero comedy uh, uh, comic strip. You can find. At AudioShocker.com, you can find it on Facebook. If you search Super Haters, you can find it at, uh, I believe it's Super-Haters.tumblr.com. You can find that. You can also find it at SuperHaters.com, I think is the actual website. Uh, he also does things like Stick Cats, which is a very, very minimalist, uh, minimalist uh, comic strip And uh, let's see what else. A musician. He does a. He works. He he provided the music for another fantastic podcast, the Comic Book Pit, hosted by uh, Dan Greenwald and Scott Hedlund, the Dang and the Duke, over at uh, cbpit.com. Uh, uh, he uh, let's see. Well, he, it's a hard. It, having a hard time because he's such a Renaissance man when it comes to everything. Uh, so he, yeah, he covers a lot of ground, and you know, listening to his podcasts was sort of an inspiration. It was like, you know what, this guy—I mean, he—he he nailed it. Like he's doing something he loves to do, and you know, he doesn't have to have like the 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 Kevin Smith movie movie dollars to uh, you know to to make this happen. Like he's uh, he's found like he. Uh, it's funny because I'm using a, a Kevin Smithism right now. He found the nook and cranny, like where like his thing fits. It's and it's perfect and it's it's wonderful and it's like uh, it, when you find somebody that the that's able to do something they love and other people are able to enjoy that, like you found your niche, you found your nook and cranny, like and uh, for me that was pretty empowering and that's why uh, when you know I sat down with Franz we talked about doing some other projects together in the past and things like that. But when uh, when we when we started talking about the possibility of doing a podcast, it just seemed like it was real this time. It right. was something that was completely manageable by the everyman that, you know, that we are. Right. Right. And so yeah, just again throwing out throwing that out there. Nick Marino at audioshocker.com and he has his his crew of co-hosts and collaborators, uh, myself being one of them. Uh, great job, Nick, and the and the and the cast and crew of AudioShocker.com. And great we're, stuff. We're gonna shout him out. We're gonna link him um, in the podcast uh, distribution when we when we get it up on RandomDistribution.com. Yeah, we're gonna throw him up under the uh, the shit we love page, right? Um, because obviously he produces a ton of shit that we love. Um, so we're going to give him a mucho, uh, mucho shout out, right. you know, and we're going to, we're going to get as much of, uh, ways to get in touch with and, him as possible. Yeah, and who knows, maybe he'll, we'll even try to get him to, to co-host an upcoming, uh, Distro One podcast. We'll see. 
Yeah, that's one of the things we've been uh, we've been uh, kind of batting back and forth uh, with the old tennis rackets, a uh, little bit of verbal tennis, trying to uh, you know find out who we want to bring on as our first guest. We haven't really decided on a first guest yet, but right. we know we want some guests. Yeah, there is a list, and so we're just trying to narrow down what when the time is right and the subject, the topic of the show, or whatever. So, and and I knew that this week was not going to be the week for me as I. Um, I'm a little out of sorts being on call. I didn't realize it was my on-call week before uh, before we had to get this recording out. And um, an on-call week for me is is actually pretty surprisingly uh, it, it's hellish. Um, but I do love my job, so I've put yeah. up with it. Right. <laughs> um, but and I'm a dork, so I'm doing dorky things. Um, and you don't get much dorkier than uh, a data warehousing developer. <laughs> well. I'm a it's true. yeah well, but anyway, but that, okay. So I feel I think I I believe this would be uh, this would be the show. Yeah, I think we're getting close to close to wrapping it up here. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, Batman being shot in Pittsburgh. We'll be posting some we'll be posting some photos. A big shout out to Nick Marino and AudioShocker.com and everybody there with Nick and Ross and Justique and Sean and Dan, all those guys that are doing that great stuff. I can't wait to sit in on another show. Uh, we're going to be posting some photos of the filming of Batman Dark Knight Rises. Uh, you see those? Look for those at our Tumblr site at Distro One D I S T R O Number One dot Tumblr dot com. Look for us on Facebook. Distro One podcast. Uh, we'll throw some stuff up on Twitter at Distro One D I S T R O number one. Uh, so look for us there. Drop us a line if you have any thoughts, comments, love mail, hate mail. Drop us a line. Distro One at randomdistribution.com. That's where to find us. And uh, yeah. And the beauty of that is you could get a response from either of us. And, uh, you know, if you want one of us uh, in uh, specifically to respond, you know, call us out. Just say, hey, Justin, answer me. Or, hey, Franz, we think Justin's a douchebag. Answer me, you know. Yeah. And also, look, if if the mood strikes and you feel like actually picking up the phone and giving us a call, we do have Google Voice. Drop us a voicemail. Do we have do we have the number of... Uh, I don't have it handy. Um... But I will put it in the uh, I'll put it in the show post, right? So it'll be available yeah. uh, when you listen to this yeah. um, as part of the uh, the show notes, right? So we'll get it up in the show notes uh, immediately. It currently does not have uh, us doing our uh, recording for it, but we'll get that straightened away. Yeah. we'll get that straightened up straight uh, shortly. Yeah. So yeah, when yeah look look for the, look for the blog update. If if the mood strikes, drop us a line via voicemail. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what what topics you may want to want us to cover in later episodes. Uh, yeah, or just uh, if you just want to call up and say uh, what how how your day's been going, do it. Drop us a line. All right. Yeah, give us a call. Um, maybe we'll get your voice on an episode. Um, that's all I have for today. All right. This has been episode two. Of the randomdistribution.com Distro One podcast. I'm Franz. This is Justin. And we're saying adieu. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Sayonara. Sayonara.